0: Yeah, good morning to you. It is Tuesday, the 19th of December, 2023. Good morning. I hope you're well this morning. And uh, thanks for choosing the papers. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Really appreciate it. It's where I look at the front pages of the UK Daily Newspapers. And then we look inside, we venture inside some of the more interesting stories today. Let's uh, begin with The Guardian, the front page. The Guardian and one or two other newspapers following up this Baroness Michelle Moan story. The story about the PPE, the scandal, and all of that. We won't dwell on that, right? The Guardian says there's a furious row between Michelle Moan and Rishi Sunak's government after comments made to the BBC over her links to a PPE company as it won lucrative deals during the COVID-19 pandemic. Okay. Also on the front page of the Guardian same sex blessings permitted by pope we'll leave that one as well uh, the i paper new brexit fingerprint checks for uk travellers start in 2024 what's that about well from next year uk passport holders travelling in europe will be subjected to fingerprint and facial scans from october next year. And the iPaper is reporting that uh, the new checks could see waiting times at European border security double as a result of this. Okay, keep that one in mind. That's interesting. As the Times new homes to be forced through. This is about planning. We'll talk about this in a moment. Okay. It says that Michael Gove, is set to announce new powers to strip councils of their powers over planning if they delay or deny legitimate house building in their local areas. That is the front page of The Times. The Sun, happy to be home. The Sun says it as an exclusive with the British teenager Alex Batty. He was found in France after going missing six years ago. He's told The Sun he is happy to be home for christmas the paper is also reporting that police have suggested there is every chance that his grandfather is still alive despite him the kid telling french prosecutors, prosecutors even that he had died his grandmother had legal guardianship of him when he went missing 6 years ago he was uh, he was basically taken by his mother and by, by his grandfather, yes. The Daily Mirror Esther Ranson Why I've Joined Dignitas. So Esther Ranson is a very well known British television and radio personality. Uh she has lung cancer and has very serious lung cancer and has said that she is signed up to the assisted dying group Dignitas. Which is headquarters, headquartered even in Switzerland. She says she will, quote, spare her family the anguish of seeing her suffering an agonizing death. So that's the the, the mirror, dignitas. I interviewed the guy who founded that company many years ago in Spain. It was a pretty pretty heated confrontation. Trying to remember the guy's name, pretty heated interview, I should say. What what was the name of the I can't remember his name. The guy who founded it, he may very well himself be dead now. He was very senior at the time. Um, Express goes with the same story. Esther Ranson, I may buzz off to Dignitas for the sake of my family. I wonder how she asked her family how they feel about that. Uh, The Daily Mail, NHS dentists on the brink, worst crisis in 75 years, could see services slashed. Okay. NHS dental services, according to the Mail, are at their most perilous point ever. The mail has quoted a report from the Nuffield Trust, uh, calling for radical reforms to slow the decay—no pun intended—of the service. Or every pun intended. it is also picked up on the Esther Ranson story as well. The as Daily Telegraph schools told to presume children can't change their gender. That's the Telegraph. We'll come back to that. And the Metro uh, front page killer nailed in two-year sting. This is a story about an undercover police officer's work which helped to catch a killer. The paper describes how an officer befriended a man suspected of murder in a two-year operation. And the man is pictured on the front page of the Metro. So those are the front pages of Tuesday's papers. I've forgotten the Financial Times, but it's not that interesting And I didn't mention the star Uh, the star front page has a photograph of Shane McGowan. And uh, Shane's been in contact from beyond the grave is the headline. Shane's been in contact from beyond the grave. The paper is suggesting that he has communicated to his wife through mystic connection to help her cope with her loss. Okay, Interesting that, I suppose. All right, okay, we'll we'll, we'll uh, have a look inside now. This is the papers for Tuesday morning, the 19th of December. And right now, as I record it, it is 0636, 0636. So the Times front page then led with Michael Gove and the promise that reforms will unlock new generation of home building. So councils that delay or deny legitimate house building in their local areas will be stripped of powers over planning Michael Gove is expected to pledge today. In an attempt to tackle England's chronic shortage of new homes, the Housing Secretary will give local authorities three months to put in place plans to meet the future housing needs of their area. Now those that fail to do so could have developments forced upon them, while councils will also lose the power to delay applications indefinitely councils that do not follow the new rules could also be stripped of their responsibilities for planning it is uh, believed that gove the housing secretary is going to uh, set a target of building 300 new excuse me 300,000 new homes a year however some tories do not believe that gove has gone far enough okay and the house-building industry is expected to criticise these plans later on, because Gove will confirm that councils will not be forced to set aside prime greenfield land to meet future housing needs, and councils will still be able to prevent development taking place if it would significantly alter the character of an area or impinge upon the green belt. So not to put too fine a point on it, this is monumental bollocks, uh, not for the first time and probably the last time, by Michael Gove, the squirrely little dude who seems to be ever-present in Conservative Party governments, doesn't he? since the Tories came to power in coalition with the Lib Dems back in 2010, Gove has been hanging around the front bench like a bad smell. He's held one position, one cabinet position after another. He's always been there, ever-present Gove. So it's nonsense then, this plan to hold local authorities to account and to strip them of of their planning rights if they get in the way of house-building. Because when you look a little bit further down these commitments, as the house building industry has already done, and Conservative MPs, this has no teeth whatsoever. Councils will still be able to deny uh, planning requests by building firms based on things like um, whether it would significantly alter the character of an area. And that's a very subjective thing, isn't it? So it's bollocks. Anyway. The Guardian. This is interesting inside the Guardian. TikTok users including Russell Brand, given special status messages show. So The Guardian says, TikTok has given special status to certain high-profile accounts with moderators in Europe encouraged to be more lenient with content posted by people, including Russell Brand, according to internal messages seen by The Guardian. The demand to be less stringent has also underlined excuse me, the demand to be less stringent has also been underlined in meetings with moderators. Documents suggest that staff at the viral video app have created a hierarchy hierarchy of users with certain individuals or groups assigned internal tags that allow them more leeway. Certain seemingly important accounts have been given internal tags which don't seem to appear on other accounts. Tags that point to an elevated status include Quote, super account, super account, super account, top PGC, and top creator. Those are legitimate tags, apparently. Super account is one, and then super account, super account, top PGC, and top creator. It's understood that top creator is used as an umbrella term for these designations, although in some instances, it is also employed as a user-level tag for an individual account. Interesting. One TikTok staff member told The Guardian, no one understands what a super account is, but we are told to be extra cautious. And by extra cautious, it means less stringent. Basically, allow these account holders to post pretty much whatever they want. So that's The Guardian. Russell Brand, apparently, has been interviewed under caution uh, yesterday by, by Met Police Detectives about historic allegations, allegations made by women, that they were um, sexually harassed by him, and worse, apparently, um, in uh, within the last 20 years. Brand continues to deny he's done anything wrong and claims that it is uh, this is all about attacking free speech. Now, that is monumental bollocks. The idea that Russell Brand represents some sort of threat to the status quo or to the coming plans the agendas and that he's such a threat that they're doctoring up um, allegations of harassment. I do not believe that for a moment. I believe that Russell Brand's a very sinister individual. Whatever he did or didn't do I don't know, but he's a very, very sinister individual. Uh, He is the establishment, Russell Brand. I mean, Jesus. But anyway, Telegraph, schools told to presume children can't change their gender. So that's the lead story in the Telegraph today. Schools will be told to presume that a child cannot change gender in the government's first guidance for teachers on trans issues. Under the new so-called parent-first approach, headteachers must tell parents if their child wants to change gender. Now as you well know, uh, dearest of listeners, this is not the case at the moment. Teachers and headteachers are keeping this information from, from parents and often it comes as a great shock to parents to learn that their child is going by a different name at school and using pronouns, right? So teachers and other pupils will be told they do not have to use the preferred pronouns of children. Staff will not face sanctions if they choose to do so. So this is the Education Secretary, Gillian Keegan, finally publishing guidance um, on this issue. Guidance that has been promised since 2018, but was delayed because of a disagreement within the government over how to respond to the rise in the number of children who say they are trans. And you and I, dearest of listeners, would probably agree that there has been a huge rise in the number of children who say they are trans because it is an idea that has been planted in the minds of children in schools, by teachers and by lessons, where they are told that, you know, you can be anything you want. You know that it's possible that you were born in the wrong body. You know, bollocks, 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 blah, 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 blah. And now we have gay children, who are gay because that's a perfectly natural thing, uh, being given the impression, well, that maybe maybe gayness is not really a thing. Maybe if you're a boy and you're attracted to other boys, maybe it's because in reality you're a girl. So this is madness. The government will urge schools to take a cautious approach to children who want to transition socially, where they adopt the pronouns and dress of the opposite gender. The government say, says, will say today, this guidance will provide much-needed certainty and protection to teachers and pupils, so they will no longer feel forced to use different pronouns for gender- questioning children, and they will not face a sanction for not doing so. Cautious approach, supportive of no action or slow action. And also in The Telegraph, this made me laugh, Lee Anderson, is a Conservative Party MP. Is he still the Deputy Chairman of the Tory Party? I don't think he is. But he was, wasn't he? Deputy Prime Minister, was he? For a bit, no, no, not anymore. Um, Maybe he still is, I don't know. These things change so often. But Anderson is a figure of much, uh, he's a figure of fun. You know, for Liberals. And for Labour Party supporters and members. He's uh, he's a gobby Tory, basically. And um, he... he he was the subject of a prank uh, over the weekend. So here's the headline Lee Anderson threatens police action over LBC caller who pretended to be his son. So this guy's very thin skinned, this Lee Anderson. So a bloke rang LBC radio on Sunday evening. Rachel Johnson, the sister of former Prime Minister Boris Johnson, has a programme. I know it's ridiculous, but she does. And this bloke phoned up and got through and said he was Charlie Robinson. Lee Anderson, sorry, Charlie Anderson. I'll get there. It's early, even for me. Uh, Charlie Anderson, it's early to be broadcasting or to be making to be, ma- to be making a podcast. Um, Charlie Anderson, yes. So the kid got on here, this prankster, and said, I'm Charlie Anderson, Lee Anderson's son. And he told this tall tale about his father hitting him and screaming at him in a drunken rage. He said Mr. Anderson attempted to headbutt him and screamed at him. And he said his father, not really his father, um, said that he could potentially defect to UKIP or the BNP. So this is hilarious, right? Now, eventually, Rachel Johnson um, finally figured out that something was wrong and ended the call and said, well, this is a domestic issue. Um, you're talking about things that, you know, we shouldn't be talking about here because he's not on uh, here to defend himself, blah, 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 blah. And she ended the call. Yeah. And this guy's taking a very thin-skinned approach to it, speaking about getting the police in instead of just laughing it off, as he should do. Uh, The Mirror, flat in central London, to rent for £1,630 with short walk from your bed to the loo. This is astonishing really. A single room the mirror has got a photograph of this. Uh, a single room with a bed at one end, a kitchen at the other end, a single room remember, and a shower and toilet in the middle between the kitchen and the bed is being offered to rent for 1630 pounds per calendar month. The tiny flat is dubbed a mini studio, dubbed a mini studio in the listing features the toilet sink and shower all crammed inside a glass shower cubicle at the foot of the bed. The property is being offered for rent by the landlady, who is known as basically Michelle L. So the landlady is simply Michelle L. It's near Hyde Park in London. It's above a Cantonese food restaurant. And someone in the neighbourhood says the mirror has a Ferrari parked right outside. You might want to think twice before inviting someone back to the little room. as anyone sitting on the toilet would be looking out at any visitors who may be who may be lying in the bed. There is no storage in the bathroom cubicle, so towels and toilet paper currently reside on the desk in the bedroom slash living room space. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. £1,630. Wow. Wow. Once rented in North Wembley, in Brent, when doing a television gig or being part of a television gig in London, rented a two-bedroom, two-bedroom, very small two-bedroom apartment. One of the bedrooms did have an ensuite bathroom, but the living room and the kitchen were one and the same. It was tiny now. I'm not sure if it was even 75 square metres. And this was back in 2013, and the rent at the time was £1,350 a month. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mad. Who would want to live in London? The Times, Tory's post about trans rival is recorded as hate incident. We've covered this on the papers and on the Richie Allen Show. So this is a Tory deputy chairwoman, Rachel McLean. She is the MP for Redditch. She has had a hate incident recorded against her after she described a trans woman as a man in a wig. She was accused of transphobia, after she shared a post on Twitter about Melissa Poulton, who is standing for the Green Party against McLean at the next general election. The post said that Poulton was a man who wears a wig and calls himself a proud lesbian. So she retweeted this McLean and added, While the Greens don't know what a woman is, my Worcestershire neighbours, the people of Bromsgrove certainly do. Well, the Greens don't know what a woman is. My Worcestershire neighbours, the people of Bromsgrove certainly do. that this has been recorded as a non-crime hate incident against this woman's name. We truly are living in dystopian times, are we not? Because if you look up, Mel- Melissa Poulton, <clears throat> excuse me,
1: I'm going
0: to take a little drink, hang on. Excuse me. If you look up Melissa Poulton online, the the, the first thing that comes to mind when you, when you look at M- Melissa Poulton, the man who claims to be a woman is, the first thought crossing her mind is, well, look at the absolute fucking state of that. That was my first thought when I came across this story last week, having never heard of the Green Party's Melissa Poulton. Melissa Poulton is a bloke in a wig. <laughs> There's no two ways about it, right? So, McLean is the party's, is the Tory party's deputy chairman... Uh, sorry, Jesus. McLean is the Tory's deputy chairwoman for women. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and she said, because she really is a woman, uh, that she will continue to make this stand no matter how many times she is reported to the police. And she said yesterday, West Mercy, police have recorded a non-crime hate incident on her file. Again, the absolute cheek of the police, the cheek of them, to think they have the right to create a file on this Tory MP, this woman, this real woman, and declare that she's been involved in a non-crime hate incident. It's outrageous. Why wouldn't she sue them? I don't understand it, why she wouldn't take legal action against the police. Melissa Poulton is a man who wears a wig. And f- f- farcically, no such term, ludicrously, um, this Melissa Poulton claims to be a proud lesbian. This bloke who wears a wig, this disgustingly ugly fucking bloke, by the way. And yes, I do have mirrors here at BBG Towers. I've never claimed to be an oil painting. And um, I've got pretty thick skin when it comes to those sorts of things. But this awful-looking bloke claims to be a proud lesbian. Anyway, let's have a quick look inside the Daily Mail before we have a quick uh, look at the BBC News website. This is the papers. It's now 6.51am. The Daily Mail headline. Shut the fuck up, is the headline. And this is about Alec Baldwin, the actor. Because he was taunted by pro-Palestinian protesters in Manhattan last night. And he told one protester to shut the fuck up. (laughs) After the protester got in his face and asked him if he was a supporter of Israel. So there you go. Baldwin was spotted near West 29th Street, passing a crowd. And um, when he was noticed by the crowd, they started pointing cameras at him. And one of the protesters demanded to know where Baldwin's, you know, what was what were Baldwin's thoughts on the Israel Palestine question and the bombardment of Gaza. So he lost his temper and he says, "Because I'm in Hollywood," Baldwin said. "You ask stupid questions. Ask me a smart questions." They continued to scream at one another before police led Baldwin away. Some of them taunted him for the fatal shooting on the set of the film Rust that happened back in twenty twenty one. Shut the fuck up, said Alec Baldwin. Good for Alec Baldwin, yes. See you can't be you've got to be consistent on these issues. So even though my sympathy of course is with the people of Gaza and I have no time for the Israeli government never have had, um you've got to be consistent. People have the right um to think what it is they want to think, and they don't have to be accosted by people screaming at them, um, demanding to know on which side of defence uh, the they 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 you know th- th- what w- what their opinions are effectively. Okey doke, I can't wait for the holiday. I don't know about you. Um, this is the papers. BBC. Um, there's a disturbing story on the BBC News website about how homeless people are. More frequently, finding themselves the victims of um, violence and sexual violence, um, rough sleepers, particularly women, um, and that's a terrible story. It really is. Uh, the BBC going, a lot of news outlets, broadcasters going with a volcanic eruption in southwest Iceland this morning. So they've been talking about this for weeks. You know, there's even been evacuations. There, there has been evacuations hasn't there Uh, so the volcano has finally erupted on the Reykjanes Peninsula after weeks of intense earthquake activity there, the BBC website is also covering the Dame Esther Ranson revelation that she has joined Dignitas and that she will be prepared to take her own life, she is she has terminal lung cancer Uh, BP pauses all Red Sea shipments, we talked about this on the Richie Allen show last night this is going to drive up uh, petrol and diesel prices over the Christmas. Again, we talked about that last night. We might get into that again later on today on the Richie Allen Show. So that's um, pretty much it for the papers this morning. Tuesday, the 19th of December, 2023. <laughs> and I've even pressed the wrong jingle. <laughs> yeah, you get to, I said this on the programme last night. Get a bit flaky. I get a bit flaky as we as we get towards the holiday. And that's further evidence of it. A little bit flaky. Thanks for listening to the papers. Do share it on your um, social media feeds. I'll uh, be with you at 4 o'clock UK time this afternoon for Tuesday's Richie Allen Show. I hope you can join me there. Until then, as usual, you have uh, a great Tuesday. Enjoy the rest of your day. And from uh, the BBG, Sloan Tommel.